It's just the right secret sauce, you know? Right? Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Prevention Nation. Where we believe education and awareness can change the culture of violence. My name is Roy Lutz. And I'm Holly Smith. Anyway, it yeah. is January 2022, and that brings about some some new slash the same um, awareness month. So January yeah. is Human Trafficking Prevention Awareness Month. Whew, that's a long name. That is a long name. But it's totally worth it. Um, Roy, can you tell us a little bit about how or when um, Human Trafficking Prevention Awareness Month started? Yeah, it looks like it was from Obama in 2010. So Obama declared uh, January National Human uh, Trafficking Trafficking Prevention Month. And Mm -hmm. um, it looks like every president, what I think was interesting, is that every president has carried that on as a tradition. And uh, then Biden just recently, and I do believe it started out Human Trafficking Awareness Month. And Biden just... Mm -hmm. uh, Got it a little more like convoluted by adding the word prevention in it. Okay. So now it's Human yeah. Trafficking Prevention Awareness Month. Right. So, Which makes sense still, I mean. Yeah, it absolutely makes fine. sense. But he, he did it really, I think, uh, to impress upon the nation, you know, the importance of what Obama did in 2010 to reinvest yeah. in this. Because it, it's an issue. I mean, 24.9 million people... Uh, are being trafficked at any given time. Yeah. I mean, that is... Hundreds of thousands in the United States. Yeah, it's it's well, actually, an insane number. I think that was... Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I think that was, like, worldwide for 2020. So it might be different now. But, yeah. Um, definitely thousands in the United States. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's... I, I would venture... I would... I wish I knew the exact number, actually. But it would be... It's got to be too. very high. I mean, when we're looking at the different kinds of uh, trafficking, you know, because it's not just what a lot of people think, you know, like sex trafficking. That is absolutely one element of it. And, you know, and that includes um, all the, you know, people being exploited for prostitution. I mean, mm-hmm. that is that is what we're talking about specifically. But it's also labor, you know, labor trafficking. There are, you know, uh, the most vulnerable people are mm-hmm. subjected to this. Yeah, um, and are more at risk for it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, all the migrant mm-hmm. workers, all that stuff. These yeah. are people don't really have a good understanding of. They're not. They're not going out and doing um, field work and getting paid regular paychecks like you know anybody else. These are people that are being trafficked. Yeah. Oftentimes, trafficked. Debt labor is something um, that is debt labor. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, their families back home in their countries of origin are dependent upon um, them being worked to death, mm-hmm. literally. Yeah. So, um, I just wanted to add this that more than twenty years ago, so actually twenty-two precisely. Yeah. <laughs> um, there is something called the Trafficking Victims Protection Act, mm-hmm. um, and that kind of it's that started in the United States. Um, I don't know about around the world, um, but for us, that kind of brought up, you know, how do we protect these people? How do we um, prosecute against people who are trafficking others? So um, that happened in 2000 and then 2010, um, Obama declared. It was actually National Slavery and Human Trafficking Prevention Month. Mm. And then Biden in 2022 started National Human Trafficking Prevention Month. So even so it's had a, to say. right i mean it's had a lot of different iterations <laughs> yeah. i think but i think uh, you know obviously the point uh, of which is recognizing the vulnerability of people being 
you know, the trafficking of persons, of human yeah. beings. Um, so. And then there's a quote from state.gov, and um, I would highly encourage, I'll put some show notes below about where you can learn from human trafficking statistics and that kind of thing. Um, but there's a quote saying, since human trafficking disproportionately impacts racial and ethnic minorities, women and girls, LGBTQIA plus individuals, vulnerable, vulnerable migrants, and other historically marginalized and underserved communities, our mission to combat human trafficking must always be connected to our broader efforts to advance equity and justice across our society. So kind of a lofty mm-hmm. goal. Yeah. Um, but recognizing the state recognizes that this can happen to specific people and these are the specific people that are saying not saying that it it is these people all the time um but that it does happen in a lot more to these people who are experiencing marginalization over people who are privileged absolutely yeah well and i think too you know something that it didn't didn't mention in there which uh i mean I, i guess you may have said something but i didn't recall that concept and idea around trauma, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, even as a kid uh, growing up in the 80s, it was kind of just this, uh, I don't know if it was the invention of MTV and the whole concept of music videos and yeah. Hollywood kind of blowing up. Um, but it, it was there. I do specifically remember there were music videos where they showed like young girls going mm-hmm. out to Hollywood to become, you know, stars and stuff and or young men going out to be rock stars shortly after getting out there homelessness um involved in the sex industry i remember as a kid that was something that was had very low level awareness you know but it still does i would think right so but i mean you know i think that you know when we're looking at people running away from home runaways i mean these are these are populations of people that have trauma and stuff, and mm-hmm. they're highly vulnerable. And to they need money. Mm-hmm. Like, Absolutely. They need money, and doing anything will and, suffice sometimes. And traffickers know what to look for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the thing. You know, I always think about trafficking with, you know, regards to uh, we're good at our jobs because we practice it every day. I've seen films, and I've done gone to trainings about, you know, dealing with human trafficking. And these people, this is... They practice every day mm-hmm. at human exploitation, the psychology of human mm-hmm. behavior. They're very good at it. They know what to look for and they know how to victimize people. Yeah, so, definitely. Which I think is interesting. I had never seen the three P's uh, of human trafficking, which is uh, prevention and protection and prosecution. Uh, you know, So from for, the side of people wanting this to end. <laughs> yeah, right? I've never yeah. understood that You know, P is for preventing it. Uh, the first P, the second P is protecting uh you know the victims like yeah, helping people, them out and getting them protections that they need and then prosecuting the the traffickers yeah i just think uh you know any one of those elements you could you know point out how critical and important mm-hmm. each of those elements are yeah that i mean we could do a podcast on just those <laughs> yeah each one a whole podcast on prevention and yeah, yeah absolutely um so one thing i do want our listeners to know a little bit more um is what the two different types of trafficking are and it's forced labor and sex trafficking and maybe you've probably heard of both of those before um, but it really comes down to like figuring out oh is this trafficking is this not trafficking basically there are three different elements the acts the element of you know either forced labor or forced sexual acts <clears throat> the means the element uh, of forced labor includes traffickers use of force fraud coercion that kind of thing yeah. and then there's the purpose like why are these labor acts happening like, why are these four sexual acts happening? And honestly, um, 
it was a different website, but anytime there is sexual acts involved with a minor and money, that's automatically sex trafficking, mm-hmm. like automatically sex trafficking. So just so you know, um, but other types of um, labor trafficking are domestic servitude and forced child labor. So just kind of like those types of things. And sometimes that happens underneath our nose. Like it's not something we, you know, notice necessarily. Um, and sex trafficking, I want to talk about that for a second. Um, have you, I can't remember, have you seen the documentary with Jeffrey Epstein called Filthy Rich? Okay. So, um, and this is kind of an important point because a lot of times we'll see like on social media, like, oh, they're trying to traffic people by, you know, setting like a teddy bear on top of your windshield so Mm -hmm. that you grab it and then they grab you or, um, there's these little tiny things here and there to watch out for, but it really hit home for me watching this documentary called Filthy Rich on um, Netflix um, that Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell would um, go to the parts of town where people needed money. They would invite young high schoolers, come over and just like give some people massages. Just Mm -hmm. like that's all you have to do. Um, Other things happened while they were there. And then they would give them $100 or $200. And this was in the early 2000s. So that's, you know, more money today, but, um, and then they would say, Hey, if you bring a friend, you get an extra hundred dollars next time. It's very, um, yeah, appealing to a homeless or poor person. Yeah. And all of them were from like, you know, the other side of the tracks or however you want to say Yeah. These are down in Skid Row probably. I'm thinking in Hollywood areas. Well, yeah. Um, but they, it was like, there's Miami beach and then there's West Miami beach, I think. No, not oh, Miami. Okay. Palm. Palm Beach. Sorry, guys. I'm not from Florida, so I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. So Florida, not California. <laughs> yeah, West Palm Beach and then like regular Palm Beach or something. And, like okay. they would go to West Palm Beach. But anyway, that's how these kids were trafficked by their friends. By their friends saying like, hey, will you come over? Like, come over and do this with me. I'm nervous about it. And they would come over and that would happen. Or, hey, you can get $200 tonight if you just come over and massage some old men. Yeah. Like, and that is sex trafficking. So oh, just like be aware of what's happening in your child's life or be aware of what's happening in your friend's life. Are they going and doing random things that they're getting money for? Like, what is this all about? Like, start asking those questions because um, the last thing that you want to happen to your friends and loved ones is um, sex trafficking or labor trafficking. So Yeah, we talked a lot about that in child welfare where I worked before this when yeah. we looked at kids in child welfare are highly more, uh, so much more vulnerable to being trafficked. And we talked like all the time with uh, foster parents and uh, different programs, you know, that, that housed children to be aware of if they're showing up lots, lots of gifts, lots of cash things. Yeah. Cause those were in good indicators. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So. so, I mean, that's kind of, I feel like we just kind of, you know, word vomited all the information on human mm-hmm. trafficking. Yeah. There's a lot. I'm going to put in the show notes, some uh, places where you guys can go listen, read, learn more about human trafficking, the statistics of it and just kind of signs and to be aware of it. Um, but hopefully this podcast helped you out a little bit and you learned some new things about this. We That's the goal of this month is to try to prevent these things from happening. So if we talk about them now, hopefully they'll be prevented from happening in the future. Absolutely. All right. We'll talk to you guys later.